No mai hoki mai, welcome to the sixth season of the Amateur Austenite. I'm Frances Duncan, an author and the founder of the Jane Austen Society of New Zealand. This season, we're going to be looking at Rational Creatures, a web series which is a modern adaptation of persuasion. About half the episodes I'm going to be doing with creators and actors from the show, and the other half I'm going to be doing with my twin brother who works in film, Ant Davies. Thank you. It's nice to be here. It's nice to be in your home doing something you do creative. It's great. Thanks for having me. So today we're going to be discussing episodes one and two. It's a bit hard, I think, if you don't know the story to know actually what's going on. And I found it really hard when I first saw the series to understand what was happening and who everybody was. It actually took a couple of reviews of the entire show to get it. But now, obviously, I do. So episode one, we introduced to Fred and Anna. I don't think we figure out what their names are quite yet. Fred is a travel writer. He's packing up, presumably moving from place to place. Anna is working at her dad's travel agency. He talks at her rather than to her. And then they both make phone calls to their sisters. Sophie, Fred's sister, answers the phone call with time zones, which is quite cute. He tells her that writing his new book is hard and she invites him to come and live with her for a while. Anna calls her sister Marisol, who says it's not good that your fa- our father's not paying you and why don't you come and stay with us for a little while, her and her wife Charlie. Episode 2, we meet yet more characters. We learn about Lewis and Ben. Lewis has anxiety, Ben's really supportive and Ben has bought him tickets to Laconia which is a band that they like, which is named after a ship in Persuasion. And then there are wine and cheese party invites from Sophie, revealing that Fred is staying with her and Anna and Fred had something in the past. So one of the things that is unusual for most web series that I've seen in this literary-inspired web series genre, they put the credits on every episode and they use the title card so that's not a normal thing for you to see no some will do one or the other some will do neither and they usually have credits under the video but for this for every episode they have the credits i think they stop using the title card when they come into the second season though well for people that work in film and you know for me and my friends who work on some pretty big things. One of our favourite things to do when we go and watch a film in the cinema is sit there and watch the credits because you get to see your name. So I understand like at the end of every episode, it might not be normal, but if I was them, I'd probably do the same thing because you get to see your name up there all the time, you know? And if it's something you've done creatively, you want to be like, yeah, cool, that was me. In fact, I remember our parents watching a movie that they didn't know that you worked on and then seeing your name in the credits and being really excited about it. <laughs> yes, I get a few of those freeze frames from different people. They've seen something and then gone, wow, you worked on that. I like that in the first episode that they both end up calling their siblings and both of their siblings are really supportive and say, come and live with me and I'll look after you for a little bit. It's a good way, I guess, of seeing both of those characters going through similar similar things at the same time. And kind of hitting that crossroad, as it were. I thought, yeah, like with just the filming of it all, you could have made it feel even more and more like that or a little bit more like keeping the framing the same for the the characters as you're seeing them. Because for me, like watching it 
watching this and not knowing the storyline of Persuasion off the top of my head, I had to ask her what it was. <laughs> I had to get the quick rundown, the 30 seconds of, quick, tell me the, the storyline of Persuasion. But knowing that storyline and then seeing that, that scene and how these guys did it, almost keeping the players framed the same way so it feels similar or like putting them in different kind of areas would have been quite cool if you were going to try and have his conversation and her conversation be either completely different or framed so similar that it feels really the same sort of like Wes Anderson sort of thing but it was interesting to see that scene and the characters playing out that world where they're both at a place where they're am I turning left am I turning right what am I doing I feel lost at the same time as each other which is something that doesn't happen in Persuasion, and I like that they've made it that they're both kind of at a turning point in their lives when they come back to see each other again. The start of it kind of felt like the start of a movie to me because there was lots of just images of people doing things without dialogue. And when it comes to things like web series, there's usually someone's talking pretty quickly to let you know who everybody is and what's going on. This is a much slower start. To be open and transparent, I don't really watch web series. So I don't know. You should work on one. Well, I do, uh, yeah, I've worked on one, yeah. But you know, I don't watch everything I work on. <laughs> Some stuff is just too hard. Too hard. The job is too hard. So I'm not, not going to watch that movie. No, so I haven't seen a whole lot of web series, so I don't know what they're like. But, it, you know, if what you're telling me is true, that it's like they come in and you kind of get hit with dialogue and action happening and, you know, things going on straight away. It kind of makes sense because if, you know, it's a web series and how to keep somebody's engagement online, especially in the entertainment industry with how blogs are and like TikTok and Instagram and Reels and how all of that sort of stuff works, like it's so instantaneous that, yeah, I'm sure I would understand that most web series would have been the other way with instant action. But, you know, to me it felt like they were trying to do you know kind of set that scene and build those worlds a little bit which i think i think they could have done a bit more because it's just very like you're in a room and that's it you don't get any geography of of where you are or what what's going on or the wider world at all it's very very contained contained is a good word for web series yeah because they're trying to do a lot in a short space of time and on very limited resources as well Oh, for sure. For sure. And I understand that. And I understand the limitations of not everybody has a, a 50 foot techno crane. And, Wouldn't that be nice? And a heavy production camera ready to go drone that they can fly around. I understand. But no, I'm just saying with no dialogue at the beginning and kind of doing those cuts between the laptop and the and the bag and his his gear and stuff like that. It was, it's nice. It's a nice intro to to a show or a film. You kind of want to set that scene first. So I get it. They set up a lot of things here that I didn't pick up when I first watched it that I did on, on later watches. They're setting up stuff about Marisol having a chronic illness, uh, about Lewis having anxiety and Ben being very supportive of him, and a little bit of the tension between Lewis and Ben. And it's good to see that consistency that you might not pick up at the time, but then later you go, oh yeah, yeah, that was that was there. I was amused that Fred had maps though, because who still carries maps. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that's a really good point. Because, yeah, I mean, is it meant to be set? It's you know, contemporary. Yeah, yeah, it's like three years ago, right? 
and that is our discussion of episodes one and two of Rational Creatures. I'm Frances Duncan. The links to socials are in the notes. Thank you for listening and we wish you happy watching. Just popping back in to let you guys know that we have merch now. I haven't actually got merch with my face on it. That seems a little weird to me, but if you really want it, let me know and I'll do that. There's merch of the Jane Austen Society of Aotearoa New Zealand's logo, uh, some Jane Austen merch, and some Pride and Prejudice heavily Pride-focused merch too. It's on Redbubble and the link is in the notes. Happy buying!